Hello and welcome to the 102nd episode of Crosby's Nine, where we look at English from all angles. How are you? Are you ready to go? Just a reminder that if you are signed up to Crosby's Nine, you get extended episodes, you get reviews, and you get country music. I look at country music through the perspective or through the eyes of the English language. So take a look at Crosby's Nine Premium. Sign up. I think you will enjoy it, and I think it will really help your English. Today, it's the 102nd episode, and my question for you is, what does it take? Please repeat, what does it take? What does it take to learn English well? Do you remember this expression, what does it take? It takes practice. It takes time. It takes effort. Please repeat, what does it take? Please repeat, it takes time. It takes effort. It takes hard work. So in this case, the verb to take means require. What does it take? What does it require? What does it take to learn English well? Well, I've talked about this on several occasions. It takes hard work. It takes time. It takes willpower and it takes concentration. Please repeat, it takes concentration and it takes willpower. Are you pronouncing the S there? It takes. I'm going to start to call that the magic S, the S that will make your English fantastic, if you remember to pronounce it. A couple tips before we begin with some of the content here. I want to remind you how important it is to speak slowly when you speak English. Many people don't want to speak English slowly because they think people will laugh at them, because they think people won't think they speak English very well. Think about the importance of communicating. What is the purpose of communication? It's to make yourself understood. It's to make yourself understood. Please repeat, what's the purpose of communication? It's to make yourself understood. So what does it take to make yourself understood? It takes a lot of things when you're speaking a language that isn't your native language, but I have a couple recommendations. Speak slowly. Why is it a good idea to speak slowly? And again, repeat, why is it? Why is it a good idea to speak slowly? Because you will pronounce your words better. Because it will give you time to think. Because you won't make as many grammatical mistakes if you speak slowly. It's not your native language, so why attempt to speak it as quickly as you do your native language? It doesn't make sense. So the idea here is to make yourself understood so that you can participate in a conversation, so that you can contribute to a conversation in English. Now, what does this depend on? Please repeat. What does this depend on? Depend on. Remember the preposition that we use with the word depend. So what does this depend on? Again, I insist, it depends on your ability to concentrate and it depends on your ability to have this willpower to continue to move forward with your English, to continue to not make mistakes. It's frustrating 
to hear people make the same mistake over and over. It's not a problem to make a mistake, and you know me by now. Those of you who have listened to my podcasts know that I actually encourage you to make mistakes. Why is it a good idea to make mistakes in English? Because you are taking risks, because you are not afraid. So yes, make mistakes, but correct them. Don't make the same mistake over and over. How can you do that? You need to concentrate. Take two minutes and really concentrate while you're speaking. And again, I am referring primarily to remembering to pronounce the S in the third person singular. And I am referring to finishing off your words in English. Do you remember the verb to finish something off? To finish off means to completely do something until the very end. It means to take something that is almost complete and fully complete it. So as you are speaking a sentence and you are finishing a word, you need to finish the word off, which means you need to completely finish pronouncing the word. Not the were, the word. Not the verb to ask, the verb to ask. Not the word afraid, the word afraid. Not she speak, but she speaks. If you learn how to finish off your words in English, you will improve your English tremendously. All of this has to do with mastering the very, very basics of English. And what happens when you finally know how to master the basics in English? It becomes fun. English is fun. Why is it fun? Because you start to improve exponentially. You don't have to worry about remembering the basics of English because they are incorporated naturally into your English language structure. You don't need to think anymore. But if you don't make the effort today, you will never reach the point where English becomes fun and where English becomes pretty easy, actually, once you have mastered the basics. How can you master the basics? Well, I just told you. You need to concentrate and you need to make an effort. I call that willpower. Now, once you have learned these basics, you need to use them properly. We have an expression in English, use it or lose it. Use it or lose it. This is particularly important with vocabulary. When you learn new words, you need to start to use them. It's the best way to remember the word, and it's the best way to solidify the word into your English language vocabulary. Use it or lose it. How do you spell lose? Please repeat. How do you spell? How do you spell? How do you spell? How do you spell? How do you say? Can you repeat it? Please repeat. How do you spell? How do you say? Can you please repeat it? Those are the types of sentences you need to know. And I know you know them. How do you spell it? How do you pronounce it? Okay. How do you spell lose? L-O-S-E. L-O-S-E. Is lose a regular verb or an irregular verb? It's an irregular verb. Lose, lost, lost. Please repeat. Use it or lose it. Let's practice our conditionals. Remember the zero conditional. The zero conditional tells us something that is very basic. If something happens, something else happens. If you use it, you keep it. 
Please repeat. If you use your English, you keep it. It's a very simple concept. If you use it, you keep it. That's the zero conditional. What's the first conditional using the same example? If you use it, you will keep it. Right? The first clause is the same. If you use it, if you use your English, you will keep it. You will keep it. What's the second conditional? If you used it, if you used it, you don't, you don't. Let's say that you don't use your English. But if you did, if you used it, you would keep it. If you used it, you would keep it. That's the second conditional. What's the third conditional? If you had used it, if you had used it, let's make the contraction. If you'd used it, <laughs> that's a little difficult, right? But do it. Imitate me. Instead of saying, if you had used it, let's use the contraction. If you'd used it, you would have kept it. Let's make the contraction in the second clause. You would have kept it. Again, if you'd used it, you would have kept it. Or to simplify, if you had used it, you would have kept it. All right. Well, again, there is a lot of information in this podcast, but more than information, I want you to please listen to this podcast two or three times so that you will improve your listening comprehension and imitate what I say so that you can improve your pronunciation as well. This has been the 102nd episode of Crosby's Nine. Again, I invite you to check out Crosby's Nine Premium where you'll get country music and extended versions and reviews of Crosby's Nine. Okay? That's all for now. Thanks for listening. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.